and gentlemen and non-binary peoples of the world, welcome to Glowing Weak Point. My name is Wombat. Uh, I'm your host today and every day. Well, not every day. Once a week. But every day that it happens, I'm the host. John, introduce yourself. I'm John. I'm the co-host of this quickly becoming a train wreck podcast. It was always a train wreck. That started so well, and then... What did you do? Um, I kept going. <coughs> I kept going yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Listen, if there's one thing that I can do, it is power through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John, uh, what's your glowing weak point? I got a snack. Okay. Oh, a, a, a snake. Pretty. Yeah. She's pretty. I thought you said snack at first. No. no. Yeah. I have a small meal in front of me. Yay! That's my glowing. No, I, I got a I got a snake. You did. Um, not just a yep. snake either. No, a beautiful snake. Well, I was also referring um, to your uh, your gay frogs. Oh yes, I, I have a couple gay frogs as well. Yeah. Um. They went on the fluoride. <laughs> uh, I told my mom that. She's like, don't say that to the kids. And then <laughs> I, I told her the name, and she was like, okay. I was like, you don't know who that is, do you? <laughs> She's like, nope. Like, All right, well, I'm a little disappointed because it is, like, pretty standard known pop culture at this point. But I'm also proud of you for not being that far into the the crazy right. Right. Um. <laughs> Listen, it's actually pretty fun though, um, because as far as I recall, like the the meme is that fluoride in the water turns all the frogs gay. But yeah, the podcast yeah. that I listen uh, listen to, uh, Knowledge Fight, shout out. Um, I, I recall them covering that at one point, and the chemical he's screaming about isn't even fluoride. It's some other bullshit that nobody cares about that's turning all the frogs <laughs> gay. Uh, di- dihydrogen monoxide? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the water itself? Yeah. Yes, the water itself. No, it's something that starts with an I, I think. It, it's it's some stupid shit because everything he believes is stupid shit. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yep. And then uh then later she was talking to me about how the legal immigrants in California can vote. Um and I was like, I don't I don't think that's true. Listen, I think it should be true. Do you know how uh, much what, in taxes you know, undocumented immigrants pay every fucking year? Yeah, well, I I agree. More than they wealthy have some people, form of, of of representation. Um, but uh, then uh, so so I came came home and and looked it up, and sure enough, they they can vote in San Francisco. For school board, that's if it. They have kids in school. Oh well, that makes so, sense. So, uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You are in fact a sane human being. So, uh, wrote, wrote that down. So, uh, moms, you're listening to this. Uh, that's awkward. And also, um, I'll tell you about it when I see you next. And also, <laughs> look up Knowledge Fight and listen God, to she, all she... all 680 episodes in their catalog. She doesn't. She doesn't care about Alex Jones. Nobody should care about Alex Jones. Well, it, it, um, here's the thing: is unfortunately, it, it's not we just have to keep continuing because someone can, cares. Yeah. If if nobody at all cared about Alex Jones, that would be perfect. But so long as at least someone cares, we all have to care. Well, and the thing is, he's also a reflection of the greater trend <clears throat> of the the neo Nazi right. Yeah. So even while you're talking about Alex Jones, you're also talking about all the people in that orbit orbit from, like, Tucker Carlson to Donald Trump and Ted Cruz, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All the, the QAnon people. Yep. But yeah, I got a snake, and she's beautiful, and we got to watch her eat. Oh, right. Uh, we were talking about ago. the snake. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, man, she is fast when she wants to be um because the previous owner was feeding her live food we're going to continue doing that for about a month so that we can ease her into her new life wean Um, her off of live rats yeah well i mean she she's eating mice right now and she really shouldn't be because she's an adult like i she's three foot long like she needs to be eating something more substantial than um uh the the itty bitty mice that she's eating. Right. Like a Cuz right now she eats like yeah, she <laughs> eats two to three medium mice and like she really should just eat a rat and have a giant bulge in her belly. But <laughs> you know, that's what they're feeding her, so we're going to work our way up to the what she should be at. Um yeah, she's fast. You know, put the put the little mice in the box with her, and they ran around for a little bit, and then strike. I mean, that's strike just how snakes work. Like, yeah, it was it was really cool. They kind of just sit there Next for time. a long, long time, and then something moves within their range, and then they they use oh, all I mean, their energy for that one powerful strike. They they were in range the whole time. She was just trying to decide if she gave a fuck uh, <laughs> do i eat them now or do i toy with them nah she didn't seem like the toy was fine like one of the mice was like climbing on her oh she okay she's like i don't i don't care <laughs> your food later anyway yeah i you know i i care now you're you're dead <laughs> i can accept some disrespect from my food because it is my food <laughs> yeah I'd say know your place, but uh, you never will. You'll be dead for that. <laughs> no, I mean, you do know your place. It's in my belly! <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me, what is your glowing weak point? Oh, John, John, for the last week, I have gone to the gym four days this last week, and I haven't... Fantastic, good for you. And I haven't drank a single soda. 
I'm not fantastic. Good for you. I, I, I will say I'm not entirely off of like sugary drinks. Like I still have like a an iced coffee thing in the morning, um, which is okay. loaded full of sugar. But I'm off the soda, and I only have like one cup of that coffee. Um, and yeah, I'm yeah, also, yeah. You, you've saved a whole bunch. I've also been eating um, salads for lunch a lot this week. Like like throwing honestly salad. Salads are disgusting until you make them yourself and you put like more than two things on them. Yeah. And then they're like inc- like if you're if you just take some romaine and chop it up and throw it in a bowl with some salad dressing and like No, that's boring. Maybe some like carrots and stuff. I don't no, gross. But like w- once you like grill a little chicken and slice it and put it on top or or do some like hard boiled eggs and and uh, slice those up and put them on there or little bacon bits like you can you can really class up your salads yeah. and and make them real good and, and what i've been doing this past week is uh i i mainly use romaine and then i use a little bit of iceberg as just a filler um okay and then i top it with feta cheese and Kalamata olives and some croutons, and I boil a couple of eggs and I throw some ham in yeah. there, and then that's a meal. Are you boiling the eggs every time for your salad? Yes. Uh, go buy a dozen eggs and then hard boil them all. I mean, I could do and, that and and leave them in the carton, and then y- you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> It saves so much time to just do it all at once and then have a carton of hard-boiled eggs. I mean, the thing is, like, I slice up the lettuce every time, too. And so, like, putting them in the pot for 12 minutes gives me time to chop up, like, wash the lettuce, chop it up, add all the other stuff. And then the eggs are done and I run some water over them. It's It's a little thing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not working right now, so Ugh. it's not like I have to save a ton of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I I uh, I loved getting the snake this week, but this has been a very weird week for me. Um, I we got the snake, and then like the next two or three days were just kind of they just kind of happened. Uh huh. Like like they're those days where. Like, you get to the end of the day, and you look back on your day, and you go, huh. Right. It occurred, and that's the most I can say about it. It did happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But in the, you know, after that, we, we, we had, you know, a bunch of good days. I got a whole bunch of really good work done on my game. And then, um, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty good about saving regularly. And, uh, I was working on like one of the last four pages and I finished the one of them. And then I finished the second one and there was just two more. And then the program decided to close. Oh no. And the backups were not where they should be. Like I could not find a backup. And uh, all of the stuff had been lost, and the autosaves never happened, and I lost all of that. Damn. Yeah. Fortunately, 
Yesterday, I found the completely bizarre place where it had saved the backup, and I only redid, like, two hours or so of work. Well, <laughs> hey! <being>. So, yay! <laughs> and then the other weird thing that happened is, uh, today, I just had a major cramp in my leg, and now I'm just, like, stumping around everywhere because or hobbling around at best because uh my leg feels like it has died inside and that sucks oh man Dude, my my upper back is killing me right now and <laughs> my chair broke my chair is broken so i'm sitting in a kitchen chair right now that has no ah. back it has zero back support <sighs> Awesome. Yep. Awesome. What are you doing that's uh, hurting your back? I don't know. I just, no, I just woke up this morning and I, my back was hurting. Like, this is okay. how I slept this mor- last night. Ah. Uh, because I didn't gotcha. even work out yesterday. Yesterday was a rest day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, we played games and now we can talk about them. We did play some games. Are these yeah. the games, uh, John? Yes, those are the games. Aren't these the same games from last time? But no. No, they're not. No? I didn't I didn't talk about this. Okay, well tell me about Power Wash Simulator. Hey, a good friend of mine gave me Power Wash Simulator for my birthday and uh-huh. uh they're really cool. They're they're kind of like a chad. They're they're awesome. Oh, who was that? Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I forgot their name. Anyways, um, I've been playing a bunch of Power Wash Simulator because I got it recently, and I figured, why not? And it is so satisfying. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's so satisfying to just, you know, slowly wash <laughs> away all the grime from this person's house and... Or this person's car, or... Uh, last one I finished was a playground. And, uh... Yeah, that was fun. But I like to, like, finish an area. But, like... So, for instance, with the, um... Yeah, it, it like, considers some... A part portion of it done and, like, completes once you get to, like, 99% of, of the cleaning on it. And, uh... So... Uh, but it, it, it does it all separately. So, like, if you're doing a car, you have the tire, and you have the hubcaps, and you have the suspension, and, like, like every little thing is its own thing to clean. So, you, like, you can finish this hubcap, but there's still three more. I like to finish things and have them still be surrounded by dirt. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll work from, like, the nitty-gritty in... To the full thing. So you'll, like, clean um, the like hubcap, but the tire will still be disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, or with the house I'm working on right now, uh, I'll clean the gutters, and then I'll clean the trim, <laughs> and then I'll clean the windows, and then I'll clean the doors, and, then I'll, like, I'll clean the, uh, the ground and the steps and stuff, and then it's not till the end that I'll actually clean the walls of the house. <laughs> And I love it. Just little spots um, of cleanliness surrounded by disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And it's... 
it's just a very satisfying game. It's very enjoyable, and um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. Whoever got it for you must be like a really fantastic person. Uh-huh. Just an they, A-plus human being. They're they're the only person who acknowledged my birthday that was outside of my family. So, you know, that's cool. Happy um, birthday, John. Th- thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me about Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Or <laughs> Forigen. I'm just assuming that's Final Fantasy. It is. So... This is kind of like a retelling-ish of the original Final Fantasy. Uh, Okay. And it is chock-full of mid-2000s-ass dialogue, where it's just like... (laughs) Just the clunkiest shit ever. The, The main character's name, his name is Jack. And he's always talking about how he has to kill chaos. Kill chaos. And every time, every time one of the, uh, like, villain characters or even just, like, like maybe even ally characters starts going on a, on a lecture or a rant or something, he stops mm-hmm. them mid-sentence. He's like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Tell me about chaos. Because I have to <laughs> kill chaos. <laughs> Oh, so it, it's re- it's really hitting that uh that 2004 era like mid budget video game feeling for me. Uh, I I'm enjoying yeah. that a lot. Uh, the the actual gameplay is very uh Dark Souls ish. It's trying to be a Dark Souls game. Um, okay, it's a souls like right but instead of having like an interconnected world or anything like that it has a mission structure and like you choose the mission you're going to do on the map and then the one thing i don't like is that there's like a gear level all the gear you have has a level attached to it. And every mission has like a, an ideal gear level that you should complete it at. And if you're huh. below that gear level while doing that mission, you take a bunch of damage, like additional damage. Even if the stats aren't like super different on the piece of gear, like from a level 20 to a level 22 piece of gear for example maybe you go up one defense point each in like physical and magic defense right yeah but if your gear level is too low then you're taking like 25 percent more damage yeah yeah so i'm not a fan of that like because that's the kind of shit that happens in like destiny it's like light levels but, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is like, are they at least giving you lots of equipment? Oh yeah, from? it's like, it's just fucking okay. flooding you with equipment all the time. Okay, so so it's a looter RPG, right? But without like the MMO aspect that most of them have. Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I am enjoying the uh, the character development side of things though because like like there are jobs and you can switch between the jobs depending on what your weapon is and 
and you can level up those jobs and when you reach the end of a line you can like you can unlock the ability to use the next advanced job but it encourages you to switch between jobs a lot because each job requires almost every job requires at least two different jobs to have unlocked that node in order to move on to the advanced job so if you want to go from a swordsman to a fighter or not a fighter, a warrior, then you have to do uh, Swordsman and, shit, what was the other one? Like, Ronin. And and gotten those all the way through. And then that encourages you to to be like, oh, but wait, if I level up Ronin all the way, then I can try out Samurai. And so maybe that'll be more up my alley than Warrior is. And it wasn't for me. I don't like Samurai, but I do like Warrior, so... It's fun. Okay. Yeah. I'll say it's fun in that sort of way where it's like you're laughing at the bad stuff and you're enjoying the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for you. Having just looked up the game uh-huh. to see more information about it. Yeah. Um, I need to know if this picture that I found is Jack, the one who's always asking about chaos. Uh, link me this picture. No, that that is Captain BK, the pirate captain. Okay, because he looks ridiculous. Yes. And, yeah. No, that is uh, not Jack. Jack looks very. He looks. He's got like silver gray hair ish. He's got a. He's got a very pointy chin, and, and like these these deep eyes that just scream chaos at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then there's there's other party members too, but you can't play as them. Uh, the, the first two you get are named Jed and Ash. If you've played Final Fantasy XV, Jed is just Prompto, but with, like, red hair. Um, and <laughs> Ash is this enormous like muscular black guy who whose default outfit has him wearing a wife beater so you can see all of his fucking toned muscles and he's by far the tallest member of the cast also and and then and then at the end of the first mission you you get a fourth party member uh neon who's this very short petite young woman who fights with the sword and shield and and okay. she doesn't believe that chaos is real, and so Jack is Jack. While Jack is on his pursuit to kill chaos, he's also trying to prove that chaos even exists because nobody even is starting to think that chaos is real. This is so dumb. It is. It's so it. ridiculously dumb. It's fantastic. Uh... So what have you been doing in uh, Destiny Two? Oh well, um. Not a lot. Uh, all right, you're still on your uh... yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, you said all right, but uh, we talked about that not on the podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was post podcast last I week. I forgot. Uh, so, right now, Destiny is doing a uh, a new well an an event that they run around this time of year every year, and it's the Guardian Games. It's like Olympics, except instead of having, you know, 
like country factions or factions that you could pledge to. Instead, they decided that all the different classes of the game are fighting against each other. So it's uh, very classist, and honestly, it it's it's gross because the the game already struggles with people thinking that, and and this is true for all games, right. but um, that you know hunters are the best or that hunters are the worst, and that can be from both hunters and not hunters. Like, a lot of hunters think that hunters are the best class and the only class and the only class worth talking about, the others can go fuck themselves. And uh, a lot of the other classes think that hunters suck and are the worst and, you know, should go fuck themselves. I mean, <laughs> But also within that, some people think, oh, hey, I'm not a hunter, but the hunters get all the love from Bungie and all the cool things and uh, stuff like that. And uh, they're the ones that Bungie really likes. And vice versa, there are hunters that are like, man, hunters suck. Bungie hates us. They keep nerfing the crap out of us and there's nothing good. I hate hunters. Why Why they got to make it so uh, hard to play as them? And so there's already all these problems. Why are you going to like, Make it a competition between us. <laughs> As someone who's played Final Fantasy XIV for a significant period of time, as a Dragoon, um, I I've experienced firsthand a lot of the uh, abuse and classism that can come into uh, online games because of the class that you're choosing to play. The multitudes yep. of tanking the floor jokes I heard as a Dragoon. My god. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that that sort of shit's gonna happen. So, like, and it's it's frustrating because, like, I get the idea of wanting to do this game. This game mode would be fantastic if they let you pledge to a different faction. And there used to be faction games in the uh, the game, but they've kind of, I mean, they've all they've but officially done them. away with all the <laughs> yeah, all all of. That they stopped doing anything with factions back in uh, year one of <laughs> Destiny 2. And uh, then uh, in the story uh, last year when I was talking about, last summer I think it was, when I was talking about all the, the racist shit was happening with the... Um, uh, <sighs> the... The Trumpian lady... That they had as yeah, a bad guy. Yeah. She yes, that that one. Um and she was one of the the factions, and at the end of that event they just completely got rid of the factions. They they said that all the factions went away. Um so now that's not even an option, but like you could do something like that. You could make it so that, you know, here's three teams and they, you know, Maybe you want to fight for uh, strength, or you you think that you know the the traveler only loves strength, or the traveler only loves uh, courage, or that you know, like make Harry Potter houses basically and fight with that. You know you can pledge to whatever Harry Potter house you want. Right. That works because it allows you, the player, to choose who you're going to go for. Um. But I, yeah, 
so I've done this event twice and well, I, I did it the first year and hated it the whole time and spoke out about it the whole time. And then the second year I barely touched it. And this year I have not contributed it to it one bit. And because of that, I'm actually missing out on a really cool weapon and some really cool other stuff that I just won't get because I'm not interacting with the event. But I hate this event, so I'm not going to support it. You have to take a principled stand um, somewhere, and why not Destiny 2? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't play again for, like, three weeks because nobody was, you know, doing anything special with the, the clan. So I just didn't play at all until like two days ago when I jumped in because I needed to grind some stuff out. And I got a whole bunch of medals for the, the, the Guardian games, and you're supposed to go and deposit them. I still have them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not want to support this. I could probably go and get like 15 of the weapons that I, you know, want, but I, I don't want to. Um, right. And, and it's also kind of funny because uh, I made a warlock and um, the last two Guardian games, uh, Titans won the first year and uh, Hunters won the second year or maybe vice versa. I don't know. They, they're the two ones, the, the two groups that have won before. Um, so Warlocks haven't won and Warlocks are winning this season. Like they're, they're like. 10 of the 21 games they've won or weekdays they've won so far. So Oh, the thing that everybody predicted would happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh but that's that's yet another reason why I am not going to be doing anything because if I do then it, it might actually like contribute to the team and I I don't want this to exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh I have actually gotten back into playing, though. Uh, last night, I played about 10 hours of doing Grandmasters with the group because we're trying to That's finish so that long. up before the end of the season. It is so long, and what's worse is I was mostly playing with newbies and uh, trying to get them their first clear, and as of, uh, I, I still haven't beaten any of them. That was 10, year, or 10 hours of failure. Damn. So, yeah. Okay. All right. You barely played Blasphemous. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, it means, let's look at my Steam real quick. How long does it say I have in there? 51 minutes I put into Blasphemous. 51 minutes. And I'm going to play more of it. It's just, it's hard. It's so hard. And it ratchets mm, up the too. difficulty, like, very quickly. Um. But okay. it's a Metroid what, what type it's a of Metroidvania it? style game, like complete with the the cool map you can pull up with the select button and it shows you like the paths you haven't gone down yet and everything. Um uh, okay. You I don't understand the story. <laughs> I don't at all. You play as a character called the Penitent One, and apparently his penitence is silence, which is an excuse to have him be a silence pro silent protagonist, which you know how I feel about yeah. those. Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but he's he's going through the world and he woke up he woke up in a pile of corpses wearing a helmet exactly like his um he was the only one wearing any clothing though all the other corpses were naked so i don't get the, what the deal with that was uh yeah and, and then you you start moving around and you fight a dude and you kill him and then you keep going and you find this little town uh, where like everybody's dying and then there's these people helping them and they're called like the kissers of the whatever I don't know they kiss wounds that's how they help people they kiss wounds and share in the fucking pain apparently <sighs> yeah someone someone came up with that after they saw their like grandma kiss their nieces boo-boo or something right except they're kissing like <laughs> open wounds like gashes and skin and shit yeah yeah it's it's gross and i don't know what's happening i could not possibly ever tell you but i'll keep trying to get it uh I, i'm having uh, i'm having fun exploring because i always have fun in these games exploring um, I'm a little sad that there's not like a multitude of weapons to find. He his sword, the the penitent one's sword is plot relevant, so you can get like upgrades to the sword and stuff, but you can't get other weapons. Okay. Yeah. You can get like uh, prayers that are basically spells that do different stuff. Like I have two. I have one that um, deals damage in an area around me. As long as it's like attached to the ground, like it's a it's a ground wave kind of thing that goes out a little bit and deals damage to hmm. dudes. And then I have one that apparently just like increases the rate of my attack, like my attack speed. I haven't used it. Yeah. Um, but at least you can pet the dog. Can you pet the dog? What dog? Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a little clip of them petting the dog oh in game i haven't found a dog and it's in a city i'll make sure to pet a dog i'm still in the suburbs so okay yeah all right the last game i have to talk about is manic miners which i think i might have talked about already it's the one that's like lego um, rock breaking yeah it's 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 lego rock raiders yeah. uh the remake and uh i have played 10 hours in the game so far okay <laughs> it's so fun they need to finish with all the updates because there's there's still some things not in the game that are some rather large mechanics but it is still even without that incredibly fun and i love every minute of playing it i've i've kind of stopped playing it because like earlier this week uh until they do the updates because i've reached a point where i just immediately beat the levels because they're they're missing the the mechanics to have like rock monsters and stuff show up uh-huh and and i don't like it's it's not fair to the level for me to be past it because it doesn't have all of its mechanics. 
So, yeah. But, you know, uh, wait a little bit longer, and if it hasn't come out yet, I might switch over to the experimental branch, which has all of those things in it. But yeah, it is an incredibly fun game, and it's free, so I strongly suggest people go play it because uh, it's awesome. It is on itch. It is on itch. All right. You beat po- Pokemon Sapphire. I did. I start between the last time we talked about games and this time. I have started playing Pokemon Sapphire and I have beaten it as of last night. Yeah. Um it was a trip. I did not plan <laughs> out my team very well. Uh let's let me find my picture. Okay, so my final team and I never used a Pokemon in battle that was not one of these. I did have, like, a Zigzagoon just to use HMs for a little bit, but uh, once I got yeah. once I got my sixth Pokemon, he dropped away. My, my Zigzagoon was an HM slave as well. But one day, one day I will use a Zigzagoon as not an HM slave, because I hear Lanoon is actually pretty decent, but this was not the time. All right, so my starter was a Blaziken. I don't usually take a Blaziken. Mm-hmm. I'm usually more of a more of a Mudkip kind of guy. Uh, I love Blaziken. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. See, Blaziken's fine as long as you're not a Trico person. We can get along. I don't know who, yeah, who's yeah. like ooh Trico. I. Yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. Uh, Who the fuck? Right. So Blaziken's my starter. Uh, on the way to the first gym, I picked up a Shroomish, turned into a Breloom. Uh, pretty much got me through the first gym with Bullet Seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a, and then I picked up an Aaron near the second gym, and Aaron, all the way through to being an Agron. Fucking useless. The worst Pokemon <laughs> on my team. He had he had one gym battle where he was like kind of useful against the flying gym leader because he had rock throw. But even then, ultimately like like Blaziken did more. And Blaziken's wow. weak to them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Agron Agron was a waste of a team slot and a, a fucking hoarder of experience. That's all Agron turned out to be. <laughs> you hear that? You're bad and you should feel bad. And the thing is, I've used an Agron before and I felt like it was more useful than this. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he wow. was, though. L- looking, at, looking at it here. Um, Maybe their IVs were bad or something. I don't know. Who knows? It was he was terrible. That on IVs shouldn't matter in um in the story mode. The same way natures don't really I, super matter. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually Blaziken and Breloom both had natures that uh lowered their physical attack, which is their main stat, and they were still devastating things. So Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I picked up a Skarmory. Skarmory is the MVP of the entire run. Skarmory is the only reason I won. 
Skarmory's really good. Skarmory is intensely good. I did not realize how good Skarmory is until this. Uh, after that, I picked up a Flygon, which, when he was a Trey Pinch, not good. Wasn't good. Uh, but once she got to be a, a Vibrava, and then a Flygon, and I taught her Earthquake, she she became the dedicated earthquake spammer and just destroyed everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> and then very, very late game, last minute edition was a Chinchu. Chinchu is a water electric type whose main stat is HP. Like, it's just an intensely bulky Pokemon with HP. It doesn't actually have good defenses, but it has so much HP that it kind of makes up for it. And so, hmm. it, it for a while, it was just kind of like HMs. Um, like, it knew Surf, Dive, and Waterfall to get me through to the Elite Four. But then once I reached the Elite Four, I taught it Ice Beam, and it's the only reason I beat the fourth Elite Four member, Drake, the, uh, the Dragon-type leader. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll just talk about the Elite Four really quick. Uh, I don't think I ever caught a Chinchu. Right, me neither. Uh, Chinchu is one of the Pokemon that, it, in t- before now, if you'd shown me a picture of it, I wouldn't have known what to call it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I looked it up because I'm like, I've never seen that before in my life, and... <laughs> where where would you even find it like i have it's only underwater no it's only underwater you have to swim in the grass huh. underwater so it's a post seventh gym pokemon yeah <laughs> weird weird right <laughs> but incredibly tanky can learn ice beam uh pretty good Okay. As far as the Elite Four goes, three Pokemon really mattered, and then one gets honorable mention. Um, Let me guess. It's not Agron. No, it's not. Um, so the three that really mattered are Skarmory, Flygon, and Lantern, which is what Chinchu's evolved form is called. I just remembered. Yeah. Um so Skarmory, I led with every time, and I set up three spikes so that every time a Pokemon switched in, they would get dealt uh, 25% of their uh, their health. Like, they would just lose that automatically. Yeah. Um, and then I would try to switch to a Pokemon that was super effective, but the... The Elite Four in Emerald actually has really good type coverage. So I would do something like switch into Blaziken. And then for some reason, like a ground type would have a water move. And they would devastate Blaziken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a, a pretty consistent strategy I found was setting up the spikes. And then switching to either Flygon or Lantern. And dealing with them that way. Uh, Breloom and Blaziken got to deal some damage against the, the dark type, uh, gym leader. But that was the last time Breloom was really useful. 
Uh, after that, Breloom just fucking is pointless. <laughs> so, so the honorable mention goes to Blaziken pretty much only because Blaze Kick destroyed Metagross. Um, uh, I was really having trouble with Steven Stone's Metagross in the champion fight, and uh, I was down to like three three Pokemon left, none of whom were really good against a Steel Psychic type. Uh, but he had less than 50% HP left, so I just, uh, I, I switched to Blaziken, and I'm like, Blaze Kick maybe? And it hit, and it killed Metagross. And then I was able to, uh, like, send out Agron for a couple of turns to take damage and die while I healed up the others. And then it was just, yeah. it was just Flygon and Lantern again. <laughs> uh. Yep. It was, uh, that was, that was the battle. It was Skarmory, Flygon, and Lantern all the way through. Like, I don't know. Mm. Agron is just pointless. Never use an Agron again. <laughs> if you're thinking about using an Agron, don't do it. Now. Okay. Going forward, I think I'm going to be playing more Pokemon games, but I want to do... I want to do something uh, different. Like, there are people okay. on YouTube who do, like, solo Pokemon runs and, like, monotype runs. And I want to do monotype yeah. runs. Okay. Yeah. So. Here's your type, dragon. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to do. My first one, I think, is going to be Ruby. Doing Pokemon Ruby, ground type only. Okay. And partly this is Good so luck. that I can use Groudon. Okay. Because I've never used Groudon before. I don't really use legendaries very often at all. But I was like, I was putting together what an interesting team for ground type would look like in, uh, in Ruby. And let me... Mm -hmm. So you can, your first Pokemon would be a Mudkip because it gets ground type once it evolves into Marshtomp. Uh, and then you can catch a Geodude near the second gym. Now, whether or not I actually use Geodude, I don't know. But I, I can have him around until, like, after the third gym leader as just a backup. But then after the third gym leader, I can get a Numel, who's like a fire ground camel thing. Um, and then okay. we already know how Trey Pinch does. So I'm going to get a Trey yeah. Pinch from the desert. And then also a ball toy. Uh, Claydol is a ground psychic type, so I think that mm -hmm. would be interesting. And then, after the sixth gym, you can go to the Safari Zone and catch Rhyhorns and Fampies. So I think, if I have been using Geodude, I'm still gonna replace him with a Rhyhorn at the Safari Zone. <laughs> like, fuck off Geodude, I don't care. Yeah. And then I might catch a Fampy. Or I'll probably just grab a Groudon, just grab Groudon, like, right before the 8th gym leader. And then that, mm -hmm. that would be my team. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be a really easy first half of the game, I think, but then once you hit, like, the normal type gym and the flying type gym, I think it's gonna get, uh, difficult. <laughs> okay. Yep. But that's my that's my intention. I'm going to start doing some uh, some challenge runs. 
Cool. Yep. Sounds like fun. All right. So, as always, when we do this now, we talk about a mobile game that we both played. Um, oh, shit. I forgot I about this. I picked one. Did you not play it? I did play it. Um, okay. I didn't get horribly <laughs> far. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Uh, very, very little into this game. It is a difficult uh, game. <laughs> I wouldn't call it difficult, but it it certainly is a comprehensive game. There is Oh yeah, there's a lot to it. There is a whole lot to it. Um and uh, honestly, graphics are better than what I expected. Uh I I did not expect it to actually have like a map with characters that that went around it. <laughs> uh we're, we're talking about Grim Quest. Uh, Grim Quest is a uh, fantasy RPG where you dungeon dive and um, kill things within the dungeon and get to the exit uh, in order to finish mini quests and stuff. There's there's a bunch of different dungeons, and I never got past um, the first one. Dude, I'm on day two. <laughs> I played very little of this. Okay, then I, play, there's, I played there's, a lot more. Yeah. But, like, it's a very comprehensive game. I mean, it's... You've got um, the ability to do spells. You've got skills, just just basic skills that are, you know, for your character. Um, you can... Uh, you, you level up as a character... Um, it's got, you know, all sorts of information, like, you've, you've got sanity and evasion and critical percent chances and spell resistance, and, uh, you can craft things, and, or, or rather, upgrade things, um, you can upgrade your weapon or your armor, um, you, oh, you can craft items with the, the boiling cauldron, um, yeah, the, you've got a... Um, uh, familiar who helps you out with things, and I never noticed the familiar doing anything. I have to be honest. Uh, I I did, but it's yeah. There were s- this was a game that I expected to have like, all right, pick one of three classes, pick like one of four abilities, and, and smack pick the attack button. These three familiars, yeah, yeah smash the attack button there were like 25 different <laughs> uh like like character abilities like classes you could um, choose just to start off with yeah and then like 10 like, different um familiars you could take yeah like and and all of them are very different like <laughs> it's Ah! right it's <laughs> ridiculous it took me so long to get through just to like what would be the best option here what do i need uh, i went with lab rat for my personal background whatever uh-huh i went with bounty um, hunter okay yeah that makes sense that was the bonus money yeah right yeah Which from finishing quest i was still so broke all the time 
<laughs> yeah. But but also like th- that's got to be a good option because this I you know, I picked Labrat which it's it's plus 2 spell resistance because in most games spell resistance is very hard to come by and spells are extremely powerful so having resistance is very good and it is um, extremely hard to come is, by yeah, in this game it, <laughs> and it is spells are devastating correct <laughs> yeah i was correct but also um this game is based around getting as many quests as you can and finishing them as fast as possible so that you get more money so that you can survive right and yeah that there's there's not a whole lot of money. No, <laughs> it is drip fed to you. Yeah, uh, and then I went with the vampiric bat because usually health steal is a top tier ability, and it didn't happen that often. Even with like a twelve percent chance to heal for half of the inflicted damage on a physical attack, that's pretty damn good. But it was it was very rare to see them happening right i took i can't remember the what animal i took but it was supposed to increase like crit damage and oh yeah yeah and i never I saw a critical a hit. yeah yeah it was uh but also like your your crit chance my crit chance is eight <laughs> percent <laughs> So I don't know what mine was, but it was pretty <laughs> low, pretty low. Um, yeah, I made it like to day 10 or something and I died okay. once. So like I was, I'm at level like nine or something of the sunken cave. I, ne- I have not run into the fucking either of the bosses that are supposedly in there. Oh yeah. No, I, I figured that was going to be pretty far in and it's like you um, just have to keep doing the same fucking dungeon until you do until you find them because you can't so go to the other you got you got a lot farther than me um can you only ever have two spells and skills um i don't know i only ever had one skill and one spell okay because when you you look at the skill area i did buy a gun at um, one point oh okay yeah when you look at the skills it there's a one out of two and the same with the um spells and and i can't buy a spell right now partly because i don't have enough money but also it says for my skills two out of or spells two out of two so i'm gonna guess maybe that your your base is like two out of two and then you can find items that increase it okay because I, I also know I was just screwing around on the, the world map. There's a place called the Altar of Oblivion that uh, will allow you to um, remove spells and skills. But you have to beat the Sunken Grotto first. Yeah, okay. So, so. That, That's probably what it is. It's It, it kind of wants to limit your resources while you're doing runs and stuff. So it's not just going to yeah. hand you a shit ton of spells <laughs> or... Or skills, and you have to choose what works best with your character. Yeah. Because, I mean, skills are just nice. The passive bonuses are always good. Yeah. Like, I, I did get a skill I... that was, like, a boost to my speed, 
And that did help. Mm -hmm. I was surprised at how deep this game was. It, 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 there's a lot to it and I really enjoyed it. The, the couple times I played, like (laughs) (laughs) I was very busy this week, so I didn't have too much time, but like I, I genuinely like the, the couple times I played, I was like, man, I wish I could play more of this. Um, and I, I will actually play more of this. And you know, Um, as in depth as everything is, it is the kind of game where you can just like sit on the toilet for five minutes and accomplish something and then close it down. Yes, exactly. And that is amazing. Um, so we, we've played three games so far at this point. Um, we played the punching game, which was pretty fun, and we got a whole bunch of uh, achievements from that. And we played the uh, action game. I don't. I've already what forgotten. Would you call it. that. Yeah. <laughs> action RPG, I guess. Um, uh, Fossil Echo, and it was that wasn't okay at best. That wasn't it. Fossil Echo is keeping accountable. Oh, you're right. Uh, Golden Soul. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and and it was okay at best. Um, and we got a couple achievements from this. There is a single achievement for this game, and it's a test achievement. So uh, neither of us got it because I'm pretty sure it is impossible to get. Yeah, probably. But because of that, I can keep playing this game because there's no chance it'll affect our... Uh, yeah, like, we can both just keep it around. Achievement. And it's a pretty okay yeah, game, I, so... Yeah, and I will, like... like, well, This was free, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was absolutely yeah, free. You, it is free, but you can pay $15 to remove an ad. And there is... There is... When you... um, After every day, you can choose to get your pay from the the council who's paying you to go in this dungeon and that makes you watch an ad like a 30 second ad and you get 30 gold yeah yeah and you know it's it's not awful uh i didn't do that very often but yeah like i said you can't ignore it but i mean money's nice and it is hard to come Um, by yeah so if you really liked it and honestly if i play a whole bunch more of this i might be willing to give you know give the devs 15 dollars. i think it was actually only seven dollars to remove the ad for that in specific oh really yeah so you can just get the 30 gold were, instead were there of... ads other places yeah there's an ad every now and then at the very bottom of the screen it's like a little rectangle ad huh okay yeah, it's not intrusive at all i yeah i did not notice that <coughs> oh shit um, hey, you're right. It, it's six forty nine. Removes all ads from the game. Yeah, so, so then you can just get the thirty gold. That's without watching an ad. Not bad at all. Uh, it you you can pay to win. You know, you get fifty thousand gold for ten bucks or nine fifty. Right, and gold is um, just how you win. Yeah, it it is, but also like. You're not playing against other people. Right, it's so not like an MMO or something <laughs> where it'd be super fucked up. Yeah. I don't I don't mind that. 
Um, you do you if you want to spend money on this fucking free ass game. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. They they have a section in here for uh. You really really like the game and wish to support its development with a donation. You can do so by purchasing a donor pack. Uh, tap on item icons for more info. P.S. Donor items are also available as in-game loot. They are not exclusive. So, they're, they're doing it right. It's, it's good. It's, it's like $14 for four items. So, for pretty damn good items, too. But, it's not like you must do this in order to have the gunslinger's revolver. You can just find that in the world right. like i said i just i found a merchant inside the sunken grotto and just bought a gun from him mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's it's it was a very fun game i will be playing more of it and uh if i really like it in a couple weeks i'll probably spend the 650 to get rid of the ads just to, to help give back to the dev and also save me some time right <laughs> So yeah, I I thought it was great. Good good pick. Yeah, this is a good game. Game facts. It's a facts about games. So John, this week we're talking about Pepsi Man. John told me there'd be a billion facts today, but I only see ten. So okay, well let's go. I'm guessing something happened. Pepsi Man is an action runner game developed and published by our good friends over at KID from UFO Common Yakisoban and Milky Season for the PS1. Mm. <laughs> Milky Season. <laughs> Milky Season. So this is they they've made multiple food games at this point then. Cor- correct. Yeah, this this is at least their second one. Okay. In Pepsi Man, you play as the eponymous Japanese superhero mascot, running, jumping over, and sliding under obstacles, and saving overweight, dehydrated people by giving them sugary, caffeinated drinks. Yeah! I mean, if you go by me, though, I, I'm overweight because of drinks like Pepsi, so. Yes. <laughs> It's they're saving the dehydrated part of it, but <laughs> they're creating the overweight it's, it's, part it's, of it. It's uh, it's all messed up because so there's it's a myth it is a very commonly spoken myth that sodas dehydrate you. It is oh false. yeah you hear that all the time like oh it'll make you thirstier. Yeah, don't don't drink sodas if you're you're dehydrated. It's it's you know it'll do the opposite thing. No, it's still mostly water. <laughs> Alcohol will dehydrate. Yes, Alcohol is a net loss in water. Soda is a net gain in water. It doesn't matter how caffeinated it is. The caffeine does not act as more of a diuretic than the water that you are gaining from the soda. I'm not saying that drinking soda after a hot day in the sun is a good idea. <laughs> Probably be better off just sipping on some water. But there are other things, other reasons not to drink soda 
after the water. Mainly that being that every single bottle of soda is more than 100% of your daily value of sugar. Yeah. (laughs) Don't lie to people to get them to change something when the truth exists. (laughs) And is so much more of a useful um, uh, point. Right. It's it's frustrating. But yes, this is ridiculous that these dehydrated, overweight people are being saved by uh, Pepsi soda. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's absurd. Very similar in play to Crash Bandicoot, although more accurately like Temple Run due to the dearth of mechanics. It was actually reviewed rather well, getting a 90 out of 100 from GameFan and an 88 out of 100 from Planet PlayStation, although it is also stated to be the advert game with the most logos per second. I've never heard of GameFan or Planet PlayStation. Those sound made up. Those sound like you would see them in the background of a Pixar movie. That's like Pizza Planet. (laughs) Just, Just remember that back in... Uh, the early 2000s, late 90s, when the PS1 uh, was around, uh-huh. uh, everybody and their uncle had something to say about video games and had a magazine. Like, there are so many public games publications back then. Fortunately, it's it's gone down a whole lot. There's there's really only like the five or six reputable ones now, and then nobody quote unquote the others... reputable. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> um, you'll you'll get more facts here, okay? Than you will at at Polygon. <laughs> Seriously, that most of the time, fuck Polygon. But Polygon does do some decent investigative journalism. Every now and then. They do, yeah. Yeah. They're not IGN. Yeah, no, IGN is useless. Uh, I'm definitely more of a modern Kotaku person, though. I don't know if you've been reading Kotaku Kotaku articles much recently, but they've, like, gone full-on, like, like anti-video game industry, just talking shit to them constantly. It's it's great. I can't... I can't tell you the last time I looked for and actually read an article. Um, yeah, no, I I don't I don't read games journalism. Sorry, I, I do because I have to put together the the newsy items for our news weeks. Yeah, so uh, uh, my preferred place to go to for that is Kotaku. Uh, Occasionally, through the stages, Pepsi Man might have a skateboard riding portion in which striking an obstacle equals death. Or get stuck inside a trash can and have his controls inverted, because that makes sense. And at the end of every stage in classic Crash Bandicoot tradition, you run towards the camera whilst being chased by a giant Pepsi can. It, it really is as if they just took Crash Bandicoot and put Pepsi Man Right. Except you you can't like spin or do any of the interesting crash bandicoot no no like jumping on tnt boxes and nope well that'll just kill you well i mean you jump on the tnt and then it like does the oh three. you're right yeah then it it does the countdown i'm thinking of the nitro boxes. right the nitro just kills you yep 
created in the 90s by Canadian comic book artist Travis Cherist, known for Wildcats, as well as lots of one-off work across Marvel and DC. What? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's done some Batman stuff. He's done, yeah, a lot of stuff. I like how you say known for Wildcats. I've never heard of Wildcats. <laughs> uh... Pepsi Man went from filming commercials alone to being joined by Pepsi Woman. Oh, no. <laughs> Having action figures and even being featured in the Sega Saturn game Fighting Vipers, an arcade 3D fighting game. Does Pepsi Woman have boobs? Yeah. I mean, of course, of course she, does. she does. If I recall what Pepsi Man looks like, it's just like a dude in like a full body. Yeah, in a morph suit. It's it's a dude in a morph suit. Right. Right. Um. So, where's that? Can I look up Pepsi Woman? Will that get me what here, I'm looking for? Here. I'll I'll send you the picture. No, this is mostly just women in like bikini outfits with Pepsi. I sent you the. Oh, picture. what? Why? What? Why? <laughs> Why is the yellow uh, full head beanie part of it? Uh, cause it was Diet Pepsi Twist was what she was in commercials. Oh for. God! So that. It, the the yellow beanie that covers it's the a entire lemon face is is a lemon twist. Yes. Oh, oh, this is unfortunate. It really <laughs> the unitard really um lifts and separates. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's there's a clear distinction between each boob there. Correct. <laughs> That's, it's a bad look. That's a bad look. Pepsi, of course, is a little bit bigger than just their second-rate saccharin bubbly drink, as it's the second half of the PepsiCo Frito-Lay Super Company, and it would be laughable to assume this is the only game they'd made. Oh. Why are we now jumping into an entirely different game, John? <laughs> <clears throat> because Chester <laughs> Cheetah Too Cool to Fool is a side-scrolling platformer developed by System Vision and published by Kaneko for the SNES and Sega Genesis. In Chester Cheetah Too Cool to Fool, <laughs> you play as the eponymous radioactive orange snack mascot as they run, jump, and dash through obstacles and enemies to reach the end of the game and defeat mean Eugene <laughs> who stole your motor scooter. Yep. Yep. That's the story. Why? Uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> yep. The instruction manual has some classic English in it. Made twice as funny since the developers attempted to rhyme in anapestic tetrameter like Dr. Seuss's books. Badly. John, you want to read some? Yep. <laughs> also, did I even say that right? Anapestic tetrameter? Uh, that's, that is a way to write, uh, to read that. Okay. 
Um, yeah, that's okay. Fine. I I would have said te- tetrameter. Uh, both ways of pronouncing that is perfectly okay. fine. The, I, I wasn't asking about tetrameter. I was asking about anapestic. Yeah, it it is definitely anapestic. Okay. Um, what you want to do is help me make it through every stages in Four Corners Zoo. When all stages are mastered without meeting disaster, I can ditch this zoo and ride to Hip City UCA. <laughs> mastered does not rhyme Hip. with disaster. But they sure tried. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. bad. Nope. It is. <laughs> it is, and it's it's just sprinkled in throughout. Like there, there's a lot of it that isn't even trying at it's all. It's just an instruction manual. Yeah. And then it's like, but let's get fun with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, basic instructions. Once the adventure starts, keep your eyes peeled for motorcycle parts. Dig this. Chester Cheetah ordered this really boss chopped hog from a motorcycle catalog. But mean Eugene hid pieces of this cat's radical machine all around these zoo grounds. They're really failing the meter in some places. In some places? (laughs) (laughs) Every now and then they get get a couple of lines that, like, match the meter correctly. And it's like, okay. And then the next one is, like, twice as long. (laughs) Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Nearly identical in every respect to Sonic the Hedgehog, including losing your Cheetos if you get hit and dying if you get hit without any. It was popular enough to have a sequel the next year in Chester Cheetah, Wild Wild Quest. Did Will Smith show up in that? <laughs> hey, keep Will Smith's name out your fucking mouth. I won't. And that was not all the facts. Oh, no. <laughs> We're still going. Oh, God, where did those come from? <laughs> this is an audio medium so y'all can't see what john just did inside of our our document here but he just added an additional 10 facts last second and now i'm being forced to read them yep (laughs) this is the agreement that i made more than a year ago yep (laughs) i question it sometimes oh i know (laughs) dash of destruction is a top-down action game developed by ninja b for the xbox 360 all right stop look away what i'm looking at captain b brand is dash of destruction for I mean, here's the thing, John. This isn't a game we can play because I've already flitted my eyes over this stuff. Damn right. it. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> All right, keep going. <sighs> I mean, you should have you just put the first one up. You should have just put Fact 11 up and then asked me that. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have, you know... <laughs> 
you uh, we wouldn't have gotten the the same amount of uh frustration from you seeing the 10 facts become that's 20. true in dash of destruction you play as either a truck terrorizing tyrannosaurus rex or the driver of one of those trucks having to deliver your doritos as fast as possible <laughs> or else get stomped john mm-hmm. i hate doritos Oh, yeah. They're, like, the worst chip. Which is funny, because, like, tortilla chips are one of the best chips. Right, but putting that fucking gross-ass powder on them just ruins a tortilla chip. (laughs) Uh. Now we're talking about another game. Harm's Way is a multiplayer (laughs) team-based hybrid racing shooter game developed by Bongfish. For the Xbox 360. <laughs> is that like is yeah. that like a little minnow that swims around in your bong? Uh I hope not for the fishes. <laughs> but what if what if a, a species of fish did evolve to thrive inside bong water? Uh more power to it. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there's a lot of potential there for for fish kind. Oh yeah, definitely. Now that we're boiling their oceans, you know they have to find new places to live. <laughs> yeah, but we're boiling the bong water. Right. Too. So get used to boiling water, and you can live inside a bong. In harm's way, you play as either the driver for your team, racing around a track and picking up power-ups while avoiding enemy fire, or as the shooter for your team, trying to stop other drivers with your turret. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why? What's the goal? Be- uh, to win. <laughs> Great. The, you've 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 got to get through the course, the 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 track. Doritos Crash Course is a side-scrolling platformer developed by Wanako for the Xbox 360. Wow, these fuckers really just thrived on the 360. Oh yeah, oh yeah, lots of shit was on the 360. <laughs> I mean that literally. Like considering considering the uh, the Wii's um, infamy, infamy for being like a shovelware console, the 360 deserves a lot of that too. Well, and here's here's the deal between the two of those. Um, the Xbox 360 was way more accessible because the Xbox 360 was accessible for free. To literally anyone, (laughs) I have developed games and put them on the Xbox 360. We did this for fun in college. (laughs) Like, that that's... They made it super accessible, which was awesome. Because it actually got developers, like, like, new developers in there. It got people who didn't have access to giant studios the ability to actually put their shit out there and do new things and cool things the the difference is with the Wii uh it's very expensive 
to develop for well it's more expensive it wasn't as expensive as playstation which was reprehensibly expensive um but uh it it took an actual studio to do it but we games were simple and so uh anyone could throw together enough money to make a studio and then it looked legit because they had a studio and it wasn't just some dude and and then they produced um garbage <laughs> yeah a different reason different reasons to get to the same result is what i'm hearing <laughs> yeah. yeah in doritos crash course and doritos crash course go and doritos crash course 2 <laughs> You play through wipeout-style obstacle courses, avoiding pitfalls and swinging hammers, jumping on trampolines and seesaws, and swinging and climbing on ropes and chains to get to the end. You could tell that one was a bit more popular due to the fact that it got a sequel and... I mean, here's the thing, ports. is you could just slap the uh, American Ninja Warrior title on that and it would be the same game. Correct. Yeah. There, there's no branding for Doritos in the game, aside from the fact that it's Doritos Crash Doritos. Course. It's it's not like Dash of Destruction where you drive a Doritos truck. Like this one is just a, a game. Oh right, uh, Harm's Way didn't even mention like the uh, branding. What was the brand there? Was it still Doritos? I don't know that there was one. Why um, is it here? Was it for bongfish? Well, <laughs> well, why it's on this list is uh, what you're going to read in just a moment. Okay. All three of the above were submitted during the Doritos Unlock Xbox promotion. When Doritos ran a campaign to submit ideas for Doritos-branded video games they would enjoy, and the top three or so as voted by the community, after being narrowed down from the more than 1,500 ideas to eight, would get made by professional dev teams, downloadable for free. Wow. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. So they didn't have to submit a game. They just had to submit, like, a pitch for a game. Like an elevator Correct. pitch. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had to, to submit their idea and how they would connect it to Doritos and um, why, like, how they would develop it and stuff. So, yeah, it was it was, it was was a pitch. And uh, I think it's, it's really cool that... Like, especially the fact that uh, Doritos Crash Course might as well not be a Doritos game. Uh, same with Harm's Way. I mean, all of these games are... Like, Dash of Destruction is barely... About Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, it, this still... This worked for Doritos because it, it got people to... Uh, interact with their brand it also worked for doritos in that it got these games out there for gamers to play and um you know even if it's 
just a, a tiny little thing on there for for the in harm's way it was in harm's way and then in tiny little letters underneath it by doritos with the the doritos logo on. and they didn't even have to pay anybody for the ideas they got to entirely outsource the creative process <laughs> well, i mean yeah but, I mean, that's still cool for the people who did it. They now have a game that they came up with on the Xbox. And it wasn't just that, you know, they came up with the idea and then they gave it. Uh, they actually had the um, people who came up with the ideas go work with the dev teams oh, okay. to get their ideas through. That wasn't yeah. mentioned It here. wasn't just a... Yeah. So, re- really cool. Okay. It's, it keeps going. Doritos VR Battle yeah. is a multiplayer competitive VR experience developed by Capitola VR for Steam. In Doritos VR Battle, you play through three phases. One, grab Doritos while dodging obstacles. Two, do it again, but also avoid projectile spikes. Three, you now have twin double-barreled Dorito shotguns. And have to shoot floating cyber Doritos <coughs> and newly spawning enemies. I I love this because it's like you play through three phases. Phase one: grab some Doritos. F- phase two: grab some more Doritos a- again, but do it a little harder. F- phase three: contra. something completely fucking different vr contra 37 (laughs) like it's it's like completely different right you go from Uh, you go from alphabetical to numerical (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's like all right, here we're we're gonna do this on planet Earth, and we're gonna do this on the Moon, and then we're gonna do this on fucking Alpha Centauri. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but see, now so you're still d- you're still in the realm of space, though. It'd be like it'd be like your your Jules Verne, right? And you just wrote you yeah. just wrote twenty thousand leagues under the sea, and then you write then you write journey to the center of the Earth, and then you're like. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm gonna write Shadow over Innsmouth. Oh, no, or even like the Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> like completely different. Uh that you're you're right. That's that's like Tolkien writing the Lord of the Rings and then writing the Hobbit <laughs> and then and then writing Ender's Game. Like, <laughs> Star Wars. He then wrote Star Wars. Like it's so far out of left right. field. So there was one thing, one fact about this game that I couldn't verify. Okay. Which was that this this experience was initially developed um for two YouTubers who were gonna battle each other in this. And it was a, a big thing with these two YouTubers. And then after the video came out, there was enough desire for it that they threw it up on Steam. It was 100% Jake and Logan Paul. I, yeah, <laughs> I could not find any evidence of this being for two popular YouTubers. Because it, it said for two popular YouTubers. 
I found a lot of YouTube posts about it, but there were people like, hey, I found this game, or here, me and my buddies are going to do this. Not two popular YouTubers battling it out. So... No, it was... It was 100% supposed to be like the wrestling or the boxing stunts they always do. Oh, I'm sure. And and for Doritos to be involved, it has to be, one, a YouTuber with no qualms about getting involved with corporations. (laughs) And two, somebody big enough that a corporation would want to get involved with them. And the only two people that jumped to my mind for that (laughs) is the Paul brothers. This is supposed to be a place for the Paul brothers to duke it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that was just the facts. Was actually, just the 30 facts. more facts show up. <laughs> that was about to happen until I noticed I had, had messed something up. And the the facts that I was going to put in were not actually connected to um, the PepsiCo. Thing. Right. I mean, so <laughs> pulled pulled those out for another time. Uh, so it's it's okay. These were already barely related. So you had to go all the way to the top to be like PepsiCo Frito-Lay and then go back down to <laughs> to get I mean, here. Honestly, PepsiCo Frito-Lay isn't a thing. It's just called PepsiCo. The, the it's it's no longer PepsiCo Frito-Lay. It is solely PepsiCo which owns Frito-Lay. Hmm. Um so so this is under Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's keep accountable real quick. Yeah, it should not be very no, long because I had like ten minutes of playtime this week and I beat the game. What was the total runtime? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked at it, but it was forty nine okay. minutes when you handed it to me. I did not play twenty minutes last night. Okay. Yeah. So, less than an hour and a half. Yeah. At longest. But, like, an hour. It is an hour long. <laughs> um, now, you didn't do all of the challenges, No, though. because I'm bad at them. Uh, <laughs> hey, admitting it is the first step. Y- you know me and platformers. We don't, we don't see eye to eye. I do. <laughs> platformers and puzzle games. <laughs> I'm getting better with puzzle games. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. <laughs> All right. So here's what happened. I opened the game up. I loaded up the file and I'm immediately in a cutscene. Um and this old grandpa is looking at me and he's got a big owl dude and he's like training me or something. And then he hands me the black and the white feather. The, the ones that are in my headband the whole time. Uh, yeah. And then he sends me off on my way. And I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> I go through... Yeah. I, I go through a couple of rooms. I had trouble with one of the rooms because I didn't realize... This must have been something that started happening during your playthrough. Um, the trees became... 
um, the platforms. I, I entered this room and I was like, I don't know where to go. There's just a bunch of trees in here. I don't know what to do. And then I, I started. I don't. I, I think that started with you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I like started just jumping around randomly and I'm like, oh shit, I'm hitting the bottom of the tree. I guess it's a, it's a platform. Yeah. Weird. Um, I, I go through a couple of div- really difficult rooms, honestly. Um, and then I reach... I, re- I reach a point where it's supposed to do that bullshit where you chase the feathers and there's like the little cutscene where it's like, let me rip the feathers out of your hair or your headband. But uh, oh. instead, he caught the feathers before they left and stuck them back in his Ooh. headband. And I just got to I just got to take my time with the fucking platforming segment. Thank fucking God. Um, and then I reach another campfire and it takes me to a memory where oh oh uh, you know what i forgot I, I forgot something else that happened in the previous one um after the grandpa sends you on your way you uh you walk through a screen there's a couple of challenge rooms i didn't do them um <laughs> and then there's another cutscene where the boy is like drawing the ninja symbol on a piece of paper and then he starts mm-hmm. he starts going around to different people showing it to them and l- like they they always chase him away or run away mm-hmm. um, but now you get up to the uh, you, you get above that little platforming section you get to a campfire and now you're in a forest and uh, he goes up and he ta- and he sees a, a guy chopping wood and I'm guessing it's your dad and and he okay. tries to he tries to chop the wood and the boy fails and his dad kind of laughs at him and sends him on his way and then the boy goes inside the house and the mom's in there and you say hi to your mom and then uh ninjas show up and the the mom and the dad stuff you into a back room and hide you and the ninjas kill kill the mom and dad and and wow. the boy runs into the woods. Um, and then that's the end of that cutscene. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand why they killed the mom and the dad at all. Nope. <laughs> no. Nothing Nothing you saw would tie into that? Nope. Okay. Um, I go through a couple more rooms. And then I reach this big door. And I go through the big door... And I get smacked in the head by somebody with a piece of wood. And I, I get up and I, I see that it's a girl. And the girl also has a white and a black feather. And Okay, so I have seen the girl before. Okay. Once. What do you know about her? Uh, the boy tried to talk to the girl and she ran away. That was it? That was okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hits him in the head with the piece of wood. He gets up. He sees that it's her. She's got the the black and the white feather. Uh, they look over, and there's a throne, but it's covered in cobwebs and, and dirt and stuff. So it's like nobody's sitting on the throne. Um, and then they s- the, 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 it shows a wide shot. 
they're at the top of the tower, um, and then they sit down at the edge of the tower and look out and credits roll. Is it dumb? <laughs> that was the game. That was the game. Uh, it was a really dumb game. I was really hoping you had more to say about the girl. I was hoping she had shown up more than a single time just to establish her existence. Um, I yeah. wish I understood why the ninjas had killed his parents. I wish I understood who the grandpa was, why he trained these two kids and sent them off to the tower. I wish I understood what the big supernatural owl was because like the grandpa has the owl, but also the owl shows up above like most of the doors of the tower. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of owl motif. And, and I'm like, <laughs> and it's, it, yeah. Like what's the connection between the owl and the tower? Why are the ninjas in the tower if they're evil, but it's the owl's tower, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And don't what know. is the throne? What is the throne? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, know. It, this, this... Blech, it was frustrating. Blech is what I say It was to frustrating. This. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so... What are we doing next week? Um, I don't know. It's too early for another light novel. We just did a media that made us. Do you have a topic? I haven't even, I haven't even bought my book. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I should read mine. It's gonna you be know bad. what? We're at an hour forty. We can make a topic. We can. Um, I mean, I mean for next week. Not right. Week. No, that's what I mean. Like we're we're getting late. Okay. Cool. We're getting late. So let's yeah. talk about let, let's talk about this stupid ass tool that Activision Blizzard has next week, okay. and the uh, the okay. horrible cool. implications of it. Yeah, yeah, that'll cool. be the topic. So, what are you looking forward to for your next week? Ooh, ooh, man, ooh. E. I'm looking. Ooh, uh, uh. I mean, I'm looking forward to starting that uh, ground type Pokemon Ruby run. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh there's a couple games I want to play, um, and I'll I'll play them before the next um, time we actually talk about games played. But they're. <sighs> One of them's a DOS game. Oh, no. So, that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see how far I can get in that. Uh, so, kind of looking forward to okay. that. All right. Oh, you know what, John? John, a, a little quick aside. Um, last, yes. last night, uh, we watched mm -hmm. Jackass Forever. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of dicks in that movie. <laughs> yeah i've i've a heard a whole bunch of dicks um but but one, yeah and penises yeah. too <laughs> got him but uh what well, one bit that didn't involve dicks uh well penises didn't involve penises 
they get they get machine gun Kelly in right, and and, oh. and they have him uh, on a on a like stationary cycle next to Stevo. Stevo's on a stationary cycle. Machine gun Kelly's on a stationary cycle. Behind them, a pool. In front of them, a big foam hand attached to a uh, ah, a lever yes. mechanism. And they're going to the 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 idea is that they uh, they pedal as as hard as they can, and then whoever pedals the fastest, like like launches the the other person's hand into them. Stevo wins this. <laughs> And so Machine Gun Kelly gets hit with this fucking hand, and they do a slow-mo of it from the side, so you can see, like, you can see Machine Gun Kelly's face as he falls backwards into the water, and it's, it's the stupidest fucking face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I was like, yes! I loved seeing him get hit by that fucking hand. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Great. Awesome. All right, we can end the show now. I just had to share that. Hey, uh, share this with uh, someone who's overweight and dehydrated. Oh, me? Share um, this with me. And <laughs> share this with the wombats in your life. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.